He has his own podcast. What is it, y'all? Get my shit together? It's me. Hi. I'm I'm the problem, you see? At tea time. At tea time. Hey, it's hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. I I'm the problem, you see. At tea time, everybody agrees. What's the rest of it? It's me. Hey, it's me. Hi. It's me. Hi. Uh, I'm the problem, you see. Everybody, at tea time, everybody agrees. I'll stare, I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. She's, she's, welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast. God damn it. For Friday, May 12th. Sorry. Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Friday, May 12th, 2023. I hope you are at the end of your week. I hope you have a great weekend in store. A great weekend in store. I hope you are prepared and have carved out time to do more of what makes you most feel like yourself, like I am doing Friday morning recording this podcast for my dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to get through the thing. Anyway, for for you, the podcast listener, I'm grateful for you listening. I've been doing more of what makes me feel most like myself all week long. AM writing, productive writing, writing this missive to my daughter who hopefully will live a lot longer without me than she will with me. As morbid as that sounds, that's the truth. I'd like her to have 60, 70 years without me as opposed to, you know, 30, 40 with me. You know, that's just what I would like. Is she going to be 110, <laughs> 120? You never know with kids these days. I hope you have a great weekend in store. I was going to say that Taylor Swift, she's in our house now. The, the ladies are uh, fond of playing her, and, and I can't just lay it at them. I can't put it on them. I'll, I, I'm not, I haven't dived into the, to the mania and the boyfriends and the, in the using the private jet too much <laughs> as well I guess I have if I know a little bit about that I don't know why I know about private jets I know a couple people that have fractional shares in them and you know real money people are like that's not really private jet ownership well you know you shouldn't get in one and just fly around to be an asshole how about that uh, Taylor Swift is in the house, but I'm not putting it at the at, at the girls exclusively. I will hear like one of her songs or the lyric, and I'm like, "What is the lyric? What is the melody?" And there I am on Spotify, putting it on in between calls, putting it on before I not not before I go out. Let's be honest, but I'll put it on in the golden hour after school, before dinner, when everyone's in the house partying and dancing. And that one. I think primarily that I was just singing is called Anti. She says, Anti-hero. Anti-hero. I don't know. Does she say it right? I never say it. That's weird because I really, I, unlike Taylor Swift, she's a hero. You know what I mean? She's not an anti-hero. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry, Swifties. I will not say a word one way or the other. Queens are, queens are all over the place. Beyonce apparently just had a maniacal blowout of a show like the biggest best show ever the other night in Stockholm to kick off her show so I guess 
touring is back. 86 COVID. It's amazing. I remember host. I remember not hosting. I remember sitting in my basement talking to you during the pandemic, thinking I'd never go out again. And if I did, I never was going to shake anybody's hand, let alone hug them, let alone strangers that you meet in a comedy club. And I do it all the time. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm no worse for wear because something has developed. So let me, that's Taylor Swift. Uh, hi. hi. No, it's me. The reason I've been playing that song is I want to get the words right. I, I've been starting by saying, hi, it's me. And a female bartender the other day said, no, you're not singing it right. God, so gross. I was like, well, you know, you have vocal fry, and I think that's pretty gross. You can make fun of my reading glasses, okay? <laughs> uh, I want to get the words right, and it's, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, you'll see, I'm the, it's me, hi. Anyway, that's Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, a leggy, shouldn't matter if she's leggy or not, a talented songwriter from somewhere not in Nashville, but who got her start with the big red wheel, big red wheel machine. Big. Did you ever have a green machine? Does anybody they still make those? What about a big wheel? Is that dating myself? <laughs> Somebody out there like, no, I'm dating myself this weekend. Shout out to everybody who's dating themselves this weekend. And you know what? Shout out to the adults who still ride green machines and big wheels. I had a green machine. My brother and I drove the fuck out of it. It was so fun. You pedal as hard as you could, and then you pull both levers, and you just spin around and around in the street and destroy. <laughs> the tires, by the way, and this again, this was back in the 80s, the tires were plastic. Just want to <laughs> Google green machine. It was a toy of my youth. Green Machine. Also, as I probably said, Google before, Subaru Brat. That was a thing where Subaru trying to appeal to the outdoors, the outdoorsmen of us, outdoors women, outdoors non-binary audience. Subaru decided to put the seats on the outside of the car. <laughs> they just put them in the back of the truck. They're like, look, these hippies are putting their kids and their camping gear in the bed of the truck. Why don't we just put the seats there, too? And surely some QA person, some risk mitigation attorney was like, well, what if they fly out of the back of the truck? And Subaru was like, no, you know what we'll do? We'll just put handlebar grips. We'll put bike hand grips there so they can hold on. <laughs> Ralph Nader rolling over in his grave. Green machines, Subarus, these were different times. We weren't suing each other as much as we are now. We weren't trying to take over and inflict our dogmatic, narrow, retrogressive worldviews on the majority population like we try to do here in the United States of America. It was a different time, okay? People were just out there screwing in the streets, driving green machines. There was no political polarization. We all were against the man, but now we now it's all changed, okay? Because you goddamn... Religious people got scared, and you got scared that people of color were coming in and coming up, and you anachronistic way of seeing things, and people, and the gays. All right, anyway, uh, Taylor Swift, I had a green machine, 
Taylor Swift came down. doesn't matter if she's leggy. Look at that. I mean, I'm circling back. She came from somewhere, grew up in Nashville musically, got a big wheel. <laughs> now she sells out stadiums. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. I, until orders of business. Next Sunday, May 25th, 5 p.m., Laughing Skull Lounge. What's your problem with the original crew? The idea, as I've said before, is to have this show tour the country using, utilizing, leveraging comics across the country. But I also have my main crew, the people in Atlanta that I have do the show. LeVar Walker, Flo So Amazing, Nick Murphy, Mel Mitchell, Lauren Knight, Zane Sharif, Mookie G. These people have supported and are part of the uh, part of the show. And who's in town, who can make it, all of that depends. Fig determines the lineup. Well, the lineup for May 21st is the original lineup. It's me. It's LaVar Walker. It's Flo So Amazing. It's Nick Murphy. And your warm-up comic is Zane Sharif. We're going to have a good time, 5 p.m. Sunday, May 21st, The Laughing Skull. Also, if you want to go to Laughing Skull... Uh, and you hear this late Friday, that will put you at Saturday. Saturday, I'm there 5, 8, and 10 p.m. How about that? Saturday the 13th, 5, 8, and 10, or 10.30 p.m. I'm hosting the late show, the 10.30 p.m., so it's going to be a long night, and it's going to be a fun night, and I'm going to have new material that I started working on on this podcast and at Limerick about shootings. Everybody's going to be hyped to hear about it. And I'll get home late and get up early because Sunday morning. Why? Why do you talk like that? It's it's not meant to be trolly. Uh, honestly, I just was kind of sticking with it. And then just all of a sudden it dawned on me, like, why am I doing this? It's not meant to be trolly. But I will do those shows and then I'll get up early on Sunday morning because Sunday morning is Mother's Day. And if you're a father, that means you have and you are fortunate enough to have a wife and a mother in your life, then you have to celebrate and make gestures two ways. So I not only have to uh, celebrate my own mother, but I have to ensure that my daughter is celebrating her mother. So in the next 24 to 48 hours, I'd like to do more than just a gift card, like here's a massage, which you know every woman or every person probably listening is like, you know what, I'll take a massage, give me the card and stay out of my business. So maybe that's what maybe that's what I'll get, but I need to get some I need to get I need to get my daughter on the ball. And my daughter, in a toddler precocious, selfish way, this morning when I said to her like girl, we squatted up for a snuggle in the bed. After speaking of trolling, she sat on the toilet which I told you is like seven feet from my, we have a Jack and Jill, I think it's called toilet, bathroom, where there's her room, there's a bathroom that connects from her her bedroom, and then it also connects to our bedroom. I think it's called a Jack and Jill. So it's really her and dad's bathroom. Mom technically has the bigger master bathroom, which really also is the bathroom the public uses. It's two bedrooms on the main floor. So two bathrooms, and two bedrooms, two baths on the main floor. Um, Zillow me <laughs> what's up <laughs> Zillow dude I checked out your Zestimate it's pretty tight so we have this Jack and Jill bathroom and she goes and sits on the toilet 
And usually that's when in the morning she says, can I have a wipe, please? And that's the first thing I hear when I wake up. First thing I do, within 45 seconds of opening my eyes, usually I am wiping poop out of a growth bottom. Or pretending I don't hear it and letting my wife do it. But a lot of times, most of the time, I would say, I do it. This morning, though, she just sat on the toilet. And I'm going back to the trolley thing. She just sat on the toilet and was like, Frere Chaka, Frere Dorme Budorme, Somalitima, Somalitima, Ding Dong, Ding, Ding Dong, Ding, Frere Chaka, like, like it was an alarm, like, she said, like, she just had the thought, like, she woke up like, oh, good morning. It's going to be a wonderful Friday. She's going to have muffins with mom at school. And she thought, you know, it would be really fun. I'm just going to repeat this song 17 times until someone <laughs> says, are you okay? Which I did. I said, oh, hey, girl. Hey, Father Jack, do you need a wipe? And she said, no, I just peed. And she got in to my bed, snuggled up. After she washed her hands, she did, she did this weird washing one this morning, which she does 30% of the time. She puts the soap on and then just rubs the soap together, which is such a serial killer move to do it without any water. She just rubs her hands, rubs the soap in her hands with no water, and it's very challenging to tell a toddler something. And she's coming out of a toddlerhood, I know. She's four. But... All I do is show her how I use the water, and wow, it's amazing how the water actually activates the soap. And it's not just, you know, giving your hands acid burn with this lye that you're rubbing into, <laughs> rubbing into your hands. But that's what she does, and then she'll rinse them off, and then she hopped in with me, and we had a little snuggle, and I guess mom was brushing her teeth or something. I was like, all right, girl, we have a big weekend here. We got to get ready for Mother's Day. We got to get presents for mom. And she was like, and for me too. And I was like, well, you know, this is Mother's Day. And she's like, I'm a mom too. I had a baby in my tummy. And I was like, well, okay, but can we do mom? And she's like, well, I have to. And she was like kind of insistent. And I was like, well, I guess nobody's going to have Mother's Day then. Uh, so we will have Mother's Day. I will be tired for it on Sunday morning. But you know what? And I probably will not first thing in the morning race down to do my writing and carve time out for myself on Mother's Day. But I will do it on Sunday. You know I will. And I feel better about it. I also feel better because today is Friday when I'm talking to you. And I no longer have the stomach bug, I don't think, that my daughter had. Do you remember that from Tuesday? How my daughter threw up four times on Sunday? between 3.30 and 5.30 in the morning. Well, I got home from Limerick on Tuesday night where I did all that gun with a full room in Limerick. Full room to start. I did that, all three of those gun jokes. The AR-15 we should use for hunting. The, um, the, the, the gun seller. Like, you know, like gun seller's got to they're not all trying to murder the world. Some people just want to sell guns, you know, and have kids to feed. But sometimes, you know, it's like mm, you're selling it to that guy, you know. That one didn't really go as far as the other one, I don't think. But I think th and then the other one was uh, now how we look at the cops performance like sporting sporting teams. Like 
you got to hand it to the to the, the team that went into Nashville Christian and took care of business. You know, they didn't waste time. They got they they did what they executed. They did what they wanted to do. They had a game plan. They followed it. Everyone played their part. They got in and out of there. Uh, and you know what they did? That they took a bad situation and didn't let it get worse. You know what I mean? That's how fucking crazy it is that we're in this world where, where that's what we're doing after actions. Talking about, um, well, I just, the reason I'm pausing is I just remembered a punchline I had in my head right before I went to sleep last night. For a different bit, I think. Oh, God, every comic will tell you, you should sit up and write it in the notebook. You should sit up and put it in your phone. Like Keith Richards did with satisfaction, apparently. He was blacked out, woke up in a Florida hotel room, had the riff in his head. Down, 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 down. That's Jumpin' Jack Flash. Right? Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. The riff. Anyway, Keith Richards, and then he woke up the next day, played it, and had no idea that it was on there. And that's what I should have done with this punchline. <laughs> but I did all that new gun material. And this other bit that just came to me while some, I don't know how it came to me, that Nichelle, is it, and pardon me, Nichelle or Nichelle, I got to find out the right way to say her name, rest in power, Nichelle Nichols, Uhura from Star Trek. Uh, maybe this is where the punchline was. Uhuru, Uhura from Star Trek. Uh, one of the first and most prominent roles a black woman had on American television because of racism. Uh, back in the 60s, I think, in early 70s, she was on Star Trek. And the represent her being on there was huge from a representation standpoint. And I don't know how this came across my radar, but she passed away in 2022. Am I going to come back to Limerick? Am I going to come back to stomach ailments? Yes, I am. Why? Because I'm firing on all cylinders with this delicious cup of espresso. But this new bit, I just messed around right at the end. It was my closing bit. Anyway, in a full room, that's how much confidence I That's how, that's what this doing more of what makes you feel most like yourself. I will go into a full room at Limerick and be like, wow, I really should keep the crowd here. I really should not alienate them with gun stuff and race stuff right up top of the host. But you know what? I'm feeling good, and I have that je ne sais quoi that lets me know or makes me feel like I'm going to be okay. They're going to like me because of me, and, and I'm telling them to like me rather than asking them. And uh, none of the jokes crushed, but they worked enough that I kept the crowd there. And I'm going to come back to all that, right? Nichelle Nichols, she played Uhura. Uhura I'm going to keep thinking of Black Uhuru, the reggae band. Uhura. Well, yeah, dude, know your goddamn history. Like Gene Roddenberry and those goofs in Star Trek. It was huge. A black woman on a show that big... 50-odd years ago was huge from a representation standpoint. And apparently, 
people lost their goddamn minds when she shared a kiss with Captain Kirk, the uh, the star. Uh, I just remember the punchline. Here's the punchline. One of the punchlines was, uh, so the idea is like, that's how racist we are. We can't stand to see black and white people kissing in outer space. It's like, dude, they're out by the sun. I think you'll be able to, you know, get to church and home. These people would sooner, here's the punchline. These people would sooner believe and accept a man with pointy ears than they would a black. And that's how fucking delusional. That's how you know racism is just wrong. If you're like, I will accept this man with pointy ears. You know what that also shows? It shows that you have an inclusive spirit in your heart. We'll take this fucking goof. Rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy, also a very interesting man. Uh, and I'd be surprised if his, if his birth name was Leonard Nimoy. Leonard, maybe it was. What do I know? That shows how open-minded Trekkies really are. They, they, they accepted this goof with his ears. You have it in you to accept a black woman kissing your captain. <laughs> there was a black woman kissing my captain. Anyway, it was caused all sorts of controversy, and she was like, fuck these people. I want to get off this show, we racist American. And I'm simplifying from what I understand. But she bumped into the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, who said, Jr., who said he was a, a big fan of the show and her role was so important that she, that she should stay on it or like that meant so much to so many people that she stayed on the show went on to inspire numerous people to aspire to great things, including the first African-American woman. And, you know, I usually say black, but African-American sometimes I put it in there. And the reason I probably say black more than not is most people, including especially black people I know, say black. They don't say African-American. And however you want me to say it, I'll say it. Because I am not somebody who feels bullied into whatever, you know, these snowflakes who you can't say anything more. I want to say what makes people feel best. I don't want to be provocatively uh, a dickhead, you know? If you, But the reason I probably say black more than African-American is because most black people I know say black. And uh, so it just seems the norm to me. Well, they also say the N-word, but I don't use that either. <laughs> well, I don't use that. So I see what you're saying. But also... I heard an Ice Cube song 10 million years ago where he says, calling me an African-American like everything's fair again, shit. I'm black, devil. Blacker than a trillion midnights. Like, okay, that's that's where it comes from, I guess. Ice Cube told me to say black, everyone. So that's where it came from. Calling me an African-American like everything's fair again, shit, devil. And he's talking to me. I understand that. I'm black, blacker than a trillion midnights. Anyway, she inspired, I was getting to this, the first African-American, first black woman, and I got a, damn it, I'm running out of time. Because I got to do this call. Oh, man, what a shame. What a shame for you. You're going to lose my, <laughs> my tweaking out here with this coffee. She inspired the first... African, African-American woman in space, a woman named Mae Jemison. 
And that is such a important piece of American history. This black woman was on TV in a role in outer space. She also inspired Whoopi Goldberg to try to be on Star Trek. But she inspired Mae Jemison to join NASA and go into space, a pioneer, and to bring it full circle. Mae Jemison and make it a most American story. Mae Jemison later was a victim of police brutality. Am I asking the audience to laugh at that line right there? Kind of. Did a couple black people laugh or shrug or make some noise? Kind of. So I kind of got something out of it. It was wild. Limerick. Anyway, there's a long way to go to say that I got back from Limerick, and I'm going to wrap this up. Just I don't want to wrap it up. You know what I'm doing. I'm going to have to come back and finish it later. We'll see what happens here. I'm going to wrap this up in three minutes because I have to shower and get ready for this other thing. I got home from Limerick. I went to bed. At 1.30 in the morning, I hear someone throwing up, and it's my wife. She's throwing up in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, fuck, she has it now. And then I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, oh, sorry. So I'm like, I'm going to try to minimize my exposure to whatever's in this room. <laughs> like, that matters at all. And I went and slept on the couch like a jilted husband. Like a frustrated, angry, hmm, hmm, people aren't playing by my rules. I'm taking my pillow and my slippers from the TV show in the 70s when civil rights hadn't happened yet. And they're leather and they're, they're like slides, but they're closed-toed adult men's slippers. And I'm going out there. Maybe it's bewitched. I don't know what it is. But anyway, maybe it's I Dream of Jeannie. Well, who doesn't dream of Jeannie? What a, what a great dream to have. <laughs> <laughs> I dream of, just like when my daughter said, have you ever think about, does the woman, she doesn't say, do you ever think about, she said, is, is the woman who cut your hair, does she, does she take a shower? I'm like, uh, well, you know, when I think about her, she says, anyway, I dream of Jeannie. I went and slept on the couch and my wife threw up three more times that night. I got up, I did the morning, I, I mean, I get up every morning, you know that. I did the breakfast, I did the feeding, I did the caring, I did the driving to school, and then I came home, and I was like, God, that sucks, but you know that thing when other people around you have a stomach illness, all of a sudden you're like hyper vigilant, like, oh, wait a minute, I just swallowed it, does that mean I'm going to throw up, or I just blinked? I had that feeling all day on Wednesday, until I had a call at noon, and I said to the guy right at the top, like, hey man, there's a illness moving through my house i'm gonna give this uh, a shot be with you here for an hour uh and find out about what's going on and this idea you have but uh i might have to jump and i made no sorry the call was 11 i made it from 11 until 12 o'clock and i said hey man i'm sorry i gotta jump i'm gonna be sick and i closed the laptop and the teams and i vomited like four straight times till I was empty. Not being graphic here, but I was empty. And I was like, I was thinking, holy shit. Uh, it does make you feel better. I had, had this thought. It does make you feel better. It's not as awful as I remember. It's still horrible. Don't get me wrong. But it's an awful feeling to throw up. But it's not, it was not as bad as I thought. And immediately I was sweating and flushed and felt like, holy cow, I'm, I feel great now. 
But that was it. And then I and my other thought right at the same time was, holy cow, I really hope the team's closes uh, and the camera goes off. And I was sick Wednesday. That was the only time I got sick. I did not uh, throw up anymore. And I'm, I'm wrapping this up because I got to go quickly take a shower. I did not throw up anymore, but I didn't go to the Laughing Skull on Wednesday night. I missed Mark Norman dropped in. Um, and then yesterday, Thursday, I started to feel better. Today, Friday, uh, I'm back. The pool's open today. Park pool, grand opening today. The girl's going to be swimming. I'll pick her up. I'll take her there. I'm not doing any flips off the diving board today with my stomach, I don't think. Come see me at Laughing Skull tomorrow night. I had a whole bunch more, but I have to run and uh, get rid of my bedhead before I get on camera. So have a great weekend. Trying to get this thing to 30 minutes, but it's going to come out at right, right around 29. Have a great weekend. Do more of what makes you feel most like yourself, and I'll talk to you on when? Tuesday. Okay, bye.